Right, you lot, I've got a quick favor to ask before we get into today's episode. It turns out that most of you guys that tune in don't actually follow the show. And whilst I'm so grateful that you guys are here, if you hit that follow button, it will really help the show to grow, but also for us to reach others that need it as well. So pretty please with a cherry on top. And quick disclaimer, I am not a qualified therapist. I am not a doctor. The Thrive of Lois podcast is for educational entertainment purposes only. So please listen and take the advice at your own risk. Hey, it's your bestie Lo. Welcome to Thrive with Lois, the podcast dedicated to helping you become the best version of yourself and to thrive in all areas of your life. You're here because you want to grow inside and out. So are you ready? Let's thrive together. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to Thrive with Lois. I am feeling a bit overwhelmed at the moment. It's been a great week, but I'm feeling a bit stressed, a bit burnt out, a bit overwhelmed, and I feel like I have 101 things to do. It's the one of the things that comes with running your own business, I think, and I don't think I'm ever going to be satisfied if I'm honest with you with my business I think that's just the way I am but I've been feeling like yeah there's a lot to do and it's feeling quite overwhelming at the moment and I know that I will work through it and I know that I will get there but it doesn't mean that I'm not gonna feel these emotions in the process and yeah okay I can do as much as I can to manage the way that I'm feeling and manage what I'm doing in the process to try and minimize this stress, try and minimize this overwhelm. But I think that, you know, I know that my ADHD might make me feel a certain way, it might make me do certain things. And This is something that pre having a diagnosis that I would have really, really beat myself up on. I would have really been so angry with myself about. And now having a diagnosis, I feel I'm able to be more compassionate, kind and understanding, but also to start using techniques to work through that feeling of being stuck. And I've had quite a few conversations recently with close friends who are feeling the same with things that are going on in life, whether it be their business or other things. They've been feeling paralysed, stuck, overwhelmed. And there is a term called ADHD paralysis that today I wanted to talk about and it's something that I experienced myself and I now, as I said, I'm able to kind of manage it better. But before having a diagnosis, I was literally like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I'm broken. What the hell is going on? And I would be very harsh on myself. But now I understand 
and I hope that today I can share some things that are helpful for me when I feel that I might be falling into a state of paralysis or when I'm in that state of paralysis to try and get myself out of it and all I can say is when you're in ADHD paralysis it can be debilitating like it can be really hard and it's like you it's like somebody's got a rock and they've put that rock on your chest and you can't move up like you want to get up and you want to do things but you literally can't and you feel stuck and it's like you're in mud and when you're in ADHD paralysis you might feel scared you might feel overwhelmed you might feel hesitant to start a task which might make you procrastinate more and zone out more and just distract yourself with other tasks which are going to give you dopamine so ADHD paralysis is a kind of cognitive overload and dysfunction so this is an involuntary response to strain and I want to just say it's not a choice it's not you know someone just being lazy or just trying to you know get out of doing things it's an actual cognitive overload and dysfunction whereas you know if you're looking at procrastination procrastination is by definition the purposeful decision to delay and ignore responsibilities until the last minute so that's the difference between the two and with ADHD paralysis there are three main types which I have researched on and started to kind of understand myself firstly being the mental paralysis so this is the state of overwhelm from too many thoughts and emotions so when you've got so much going on in your brain so many conversations so many ideas that it can be so overwhelming that you can't pinpoint just one thing because you've got so much going on in your head so it's like well where the fuck do I start or what do I do because this part of my brain saying this and the other part saying that so you might be so overwhelmed with those thoughts and emotions the second being task paralysis so you might experience a freeze in your motivation to do a task and as a result procrastinate or freeze or feel stuck or retreat and this also might look like you know writing out a to-do list and then looking at the tasks that you have on the to-do list and then just feeling so overwhelmed or you know where do I start how do I start this how do I do this and then feeling so overwhelmed by that mammoth task that you might just then check out and then just be like well I'm not going to do anything because it's just too overwhelming so that's what task paralysis can look like and then the third type would be choice paralysis so this is where you might experience a sense of overwhelm when you have too many choices or when you need to make a decision. So if you are given too many choices and or you literally just don't know what to do, you might then feel completely paralysed. And I definitely 
experienced this again going back to the perfectionist piece because I want to make the best decision or I want to make the right decision and as a result sometimes I'll be paralyzed or I won't be able to make a decision or and I'll sit there and I'll write so many pros and cons lists for different options or I might you know sit there and think on something for like so long and it just can be quite overwhelming and I definitely definitely am able to kind of pinpoint now when I'm starting to feel this kind of paralysis come on because my symptoms start to arise a lot more and I start to feel exhausted, irritable, my brain fog is more present, I definitely have, I'm a lot more distracted, my time management is even worse, my time blindness blindness is even worse and I might start to kind of isolate myself socially a little bit because of, again it's that state of overwhelm, kind of retreating and if you're in that state of paralysis it's kind of, it kind of for me, the way that I would describe it, feels like somebody has put a rock on your chest and you literally can't get up you just you're you're zoning out you're staring into space you just feel numb and that's how I would describe it sometimes it might for me look like I'm distracting myself so I might distract myself with other things other than the things that I'm meant to be doing um so yeah but there are some strategies that I use myself to manage this and like I said now I'm now I've got the diagnosis and I can pinpoint these things better I am able to manage my ADHD better so some strategies that I would recommend if you are feeling stuck if you are feeling overwhelmed if you have ADHD and you experience ADHD paralysis would be firstly to break your tasks down. Now if you're faced with a mammoth task you are most likely going to put it off or you might feel like you want to run away from it because it feels so overwhelming. So by breaking down the task into smaller manageable tasks it can help you to feel more motivated to do the task, it can also feel more empowering rather than it feeling really challenging and as a result feeling disheartened or getting annoyed with yourself. So for example, say if you was meant to do three hours of study, why not break it down into two one and a half hour sessions? So you do one in the morning or you have one in the evening. Or if you want to go to the gym, rather than giving yourself a target of saying, all right, well, I'm going to do an hour, say you've never been to the gym, right? Rather than saying, oh, I'm going to go to the gym for a whole hour, set yourself the half an hour target so breaking down the tasks to make it more manageable for you and then you can build from there and recently I planned my 
rebrand for my business and when I first started or even just before I started the rebrand like planning it I felt this huge overwhelm and I I did experience um, paralysis because it was like a huge thing that I was changing and I didn't really know where to start I was like fuck like where do I start I know that I want to achieve this but I don't actually know yet how to get to that so what I did was sat myself down got myself some pen and paper which I find for me I am way better when I write things down and when I map it out rather than doing it digitally because honestly I have literally like 2,000 notes in my phone from ideas or things that I've written down and I can't say that I've ever gone back to any of those notes so I definitely am better at writing things down although my handwriting is shit I am so much better at writing things down and mapping things out anyway so when I was re planning my rebrand I sat down piece of paper I literally just wrote a timeline and I wrote at the obviously on the left hand side where I was now and where I wanted to get to with the right on the right hand side and I mapped out that process and that journey for what I needed to do for my rebrand and then when I started to actually look at it and I looked at all of the little things I needed to do it felt less overwhelming and I actually felt excited because then I was like oh I can't wait to start doing these things that's going to get me to here and each time that I would do one of the tasks for the big task I would tick it off and I felt this sense of fulfillment a sense of achievement every single time I completed one of those tasks so breaking it down can really help and use a timer as well if that helps if you find that time management is quite a big thing for you giving yourself a timer and a time frame to complete the task gives you a bit of a more of a sense of urgency and then can help to give you that extra push to get it done so I use my phone timer and I tend to put my phone on do not disturb as well if I've got a task that I need to do and then I'll just whack on that timer and then I'll get it done also I listen to so recently I've started listening to brown and pink noise so like brown noise or pink noise on Spotify I used to listen to binaural beats and lofty beats I think it is on Spotify but recently I've started listening to brown noise and pink noise and it's been a game changer for when I really want to get into focus mode and I am just totally locked in to the tasks that I'm doing and it's super helpful so give it a listen. Second thing I would say to help manage the paralysis would be to plan. Now this is a bit of a catch-22 when you have ADHD because the amount of diaries and planners, notepads, to-do lists that I have bought myself 
um, which have not been used or I have forgotten about. And it can be really hard to get that plan in place. But normally the reason that you put off the plan, and I know for myself, the reason that I've put off the planning is because of the overwhelm. So because of the overwhelm, I've not been able to pinpoint what it is that I need to do and how I need to plan. So when you start to manage your tasks better and break them down, that might help with more effective planning. So whether you are somebody who likes to write things down in a diary, whether you like to have things on a whiteboard or on your desk, having that plan can really, really help. And actually that act of writing something out, I feel, makes it more intentional. And I have a little calendar which sits on my, well, a little calendar slash planner, which sits on my desk and it's my content planner for the week. And I write out what I need to do and it helps me to stick to that plan. Without having that plan, I tend to feel quite overwhelmed and not know what content to put out on Instagram. So having that kind of plan and breaking it down into small achievable tasks can really help. If you find that having something, a written plan doesn't help, then, you know, digital plans, there is an app called Motion, I believe it is, which helps you to plan and schedule your week so if you're somebody that really prefers things digitally there is a app called motion and I've been told that that's really really good so maybe have a little look at that the next thing that I would say as well is to abandon perfection now you're probably thinking Lois this is rich coming from you because you talk about all the time how you're a perfectionist and how you take forever to do things so yeah I'm one to talk but I'm getting better at it I honestly I swear I promise you I am getting better at it it used guys it used to take me probably like two hours to do an Instagram reel it used to take me two hours to do an Instagram reel because like I am such a visual person and I notice everything when it comes to like visuals like videography photography so when I would create a reel I would be stressing over it for like two hours and yeah sometimes even three hours like it would it would take up a lot of my time whereas now I am a lot stricter with myself and I'm starting to abandon perfectionism when it comes to my content and I allow myself probably like 30 minutes max when it comes to my content maybe some of the more caption based stuff takes a little bit longer but generally speaking you know 30 minutes rather than two hours is a lot better and that's because I have started to really remind myself that perfectionism and being perfect is not really achievable and it's not really 
and it's not realistic, you know, but it is a work in progress and I think, you know, anyone out there, if you're a perfectionist and you start to kind of, you know, really pick at everything that you're doing, it's important to go back to and reflect on everything that you've achieved before because as a perfectionist, it can be very hard to give yourself credit or recognize the great things that you've already achieved because you're already wanting to achieve the next thing and the next thing and the next thing so actually reflecting on your achievements and giving yourself credit and allowing yourself to accept and acknowledge that you know there will be some things you fuck up on there will be some mistakes or errors that you make and you're a human being everybody makes like mistakes and and fucks up fucks up at some point in their life you know nobody is perfect another thing that has been really helpful especially when I'm working throughout the day is to have a little bit of a reward system so I might say to myself okay I'm gonna work from this time to this time and then once I finish my work my reward is gonna be I'm gonna go over to prep I'm going to get myself a coffee and I'm going to train. So that's something that I look forward to after I've finished my work. And that's my reward system for getting my work done. And that keeps me more invested, I guess, and locked in because I'm like, well, I want to get this done because I want to go to get a coffee like I want a coffee I want to train and that gives me that little extra push I find as well factoring in regular movement breaks throughout the day helps so if I am feeling quite stuck and overwhelmed by a task getting up and moving and going for a walk or going to the gym helps me to de-stress and as a result my brain becomes clearer and then I'm able to come back to the task so rather than just sitting there you know staring into space I'll try and encourage myself to get up and go for a walk and it will be challenging sometimes you know I'll really have to fight in my brain and say you know get up let's go get moving so I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do especially when you are in that state of paralysis but remind yourself that you know you probably will feel better for some fresh air you will probably feel better for listening to some music and going for a walk or sticking on a podcast I've heard that Thrive of Lois is a really good podcast so you should probably listen to those on your walks um but you know just getting those extra movements movement bits in throughout the day and this is why for me going to the gym is so important and I tend to put it in the middle of the day so that's my movement in the afternoon which then gets the clogs in my brain turning for the rest of the day because I find I'll go for say a walk in the morning and that kickstarts my brain but then I might get into a bit of a slump by the afternoon and then I need a bit more movement to keep me going and to keep those clogs in my brain you know moving and even having something like a half day or something factored into your day that feels a bit like a novelty can add that bit of excitement 
into your day and then therefore lead you to feel more motivated and likely to complete your tasks or you know be able to do your work or whatever it is that you need to do it can really help so having a half day if you are self-employed and you tend to do like the whole day or if even if you're just you know working in an office you work for someone taking a half day you know that can really really help you know if I think back to you know being in school at the end of term it was always a half day and we would finish round about 12 one rather than finishing at half three and I remember going to school and feeling so excited to go to school because I knew it was a half day because it felt like a novelty because it felt different and it was exciting and it was oh we're going to finish early you know so even just having something like that that's a bit of novelty can help or you know trying a new restaurant on your lunch break or going to a different coffee shop to work from something that's going to be novelty and a change in environment just generally can really help or you know having an environment which is tidy and doesn't feel too cluttered can help so if your environment already feels quite overwhelming if you are quite overstimulated by noise or smells or things that are going on visually you might be more likely to be distracted because there's already so much going on so for me I know that if my desk is quite messy I don't feel inspired by my environment and that makes me already feel quite cluttered and a bit icky so when I go to start work I like to try and make sure that I have space free on my desk that makes me feel more inspired so because I'm a visual person if my you know desk is like full of you know shit then I feel like shit which is just you know a bit of a catch-22 because my desk always gets messy because of my ADHD so I'm constantly having this battle of like wanting to make sure that it stays tidy because I know that it needs to be for me to be productive but then it ends up getting so messy because I've got 101 things going on and doing 101 things that it ends up getting a bit cluttered sometimes so it's just trying to stay on top of that and if you're in an environment you know that feels quite cluttered go to a coffee shop I absolutely love working from coffee shops I have a couple of friends that have recently invested into workspaces in London so they've signed up to an office space where where they pay like a monthly fee to use the office space to get themselves out of them their home environment especially if you're working from home and you don't feel inspired from that you know environment that you're in taking yourself out to somewhere different can really help with productivity it can help with you know your motivation it can help with leading you feel more inspired especially if you're quite a visual person so those are the things that I would say I do to manage my ADHD paralysis now it's not to say that I'm always 
able to manage it. Sometimes I will really struggle with that stuck feeling. Sometimes I will feel really overwhelmed and as a result withdraw and feel like I don't want to do anything at all and just zone out like so much and distract myself with other things. So, you know, I'm not saying that I have it all figured out, but these are some things that help me to manage it and I'm definitely getting better at recognising the things that make me feel this way and why I tend to go into this state of paralysis and I think as well pinpointing if you can the reasons why you're feeling overwhelmed and trying to manage those feelings of overwhelm can help to manage the paralysis because again like going back to what I was saying at the start you know it's a cognitive overload and dysfunction so if you are already under quite a lot of strain you know that's going to be your response so you know things like exercise keeping yourself hydrated regularly making sure that you are fueling your body full of lots of nutrient dense foods getting that daily movement fresh air vitamin d things like mindfulness and gratitude can be really beneficial in managing those emotions. It can be so hard when you are in this state of paralysis to see an end to it and it can just feel like a never-ending bottomless pit of despair and it's really important that you have people around you that support you and understand what you're going through so you know if you have friends family a a partner don't be afraid to speak to them and let them know what's going on because communicating to them will help them understand you better and help them to support you because it can be really hard when you are in that state of paralysis to remind yourself to do the strategies that I've just talked to you about but having that support system and accountability can really help and if you are in that state of paralysis and you've gone into shutdown mode you are most likely not thinking anything so having somebody there to just give you that little extra nudge or that reminder to say you know make sure that you go out for your walk today or come on get to the gym make sure you're staying hydrated can really help so don't be afraid to open up to somebody for help. So if you've listened to this far in the episode it is most likely that you are feeling quite stuck right now, you're feeling a bit lost, you're feeling like you're in a rut or you're in that state of paralysis and when you're in that state it can be very easy to be critical of yourself or to blame yourself and to start thinking things like what's wrong with me am I broken why am I like this or why can't I do this I'm a failure and I feel like there's a lot of there can be a lot of negativity towards yourself when you're in this state and I want to tell you that 
you're not broken, you're not a failure and you can achieve anything that you put your mind to and I want you to think back to past times in your life when things have been a challenge or there's been obstacles and you've got through them and remind yourself of those achievements or those obstacles that you got through and you can get through this and you can overcome and achieve what you need to do and by finding strategies that work and help you manage your emotions and this state of paralysis that can help you to unlock your potential it can help you to be the person that you want to become and I think being kind and compassionate to yourself is the most important thing and then the rest will follow so I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and if you do have any questions please don't hesitate to reach out but I'm sending you all love and I look forward to speaking to you all in the next one. Mm -hmm.